Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Jim and Sam Town Square. I'm Scott King. Jim and Sam fans know me from the Forbes articles, and I'm joined, as always, by multi-Emmy award-winning TV producer Chris Cangilla. This episode recapping week two of January 2024, and it is a snowy day in the Chicago area. <laughs> My three children are, are home right now. One is still sleeping, the youngest, thank God, so we can do a podcast uh, Chris, I know it's snowy by you. We heard Sam talk about snow. You even have a, a snow story, I believe. Yeah, you know, they were talking about driving in the snow and, and, and the challenges there, so, you know, and how the difference would be like, and you've experienced this too, like New York City won't get snow, but out, you know, where Sam lives, which is a little further out, they'll get snow. And that's true for us because we're out in the suburbs. Um, and I was driving to Colorado with the family when they were younger. Uh, the kids were probably, you know, 10, 11, 12, something like that. And uh, we drove out to Colorado and then we decided to go up in the mountains and they got hit with a storm. And uh, Berthoud Pass is where you would go over to get to Winter Park, Colorado. So I drove up there and it was icy. So driving back over the pass um, and it was really scary. I put my hazards on and I was going like 15 miles an hour. Now, I grew up in Colorado. I know how to drive in the snow, but boy, was I scared. And I was never more thankful to have Illinois plates on my car than Colorado plates. So everybody behind me that was mad at me because I was going so slow, they're just mad at some guy from Illinois, not a true Colorado native. So nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It. I don't know. I mean, sometimes it's just when there's a little bit, I, I'm not scared to drive in it, but there, there seems to be a lot today. And luckily it was the grocery store yesterday. I don't think we're going anywhere. No. I got a frozen pizza ready to go. Um, you know who tried to be ready to go that they talked about a lot early in the week, uh, Monday, of course, after the Golden Globes. Joe Coy had been on the show. I think he's on, he was on recently. He's definitely yeah. on Jim and Sam within the past year. And um, they're, they're in a discussion. There's kind of two schools of thought at one point. You know, there was the maybe two moments where Joe Coy is like, I oh, you know some of these I wrote, some I didn't. I met Joe Coy one time at Zany's in Chicago when I was doing stand up. Um, I was checking out it just he was in a just for laughs TBS taping and he was a great set killed and told him good set after he's like, Well, thanks a lot, man. Seemed like a, a nice guy and and seems like when he's on their show and other shows. But to to Sam's point where all you know, how can you you shouldn't throw a, a writer under the bus? I don't I actually don't know where I land. I want to see where you land. Because Jim and me doing stand up for a while and, and always appreciating Jim's input that like, hey, when you're up there and do I've I I have had horrible bombs. Um, and you do feel like you need some kind of life raft and something to move either get a laugh or move it along. So sometimes you just say stuff to try to do that. So maybe I agree more with Jim, but also if I'm a writer, I'm like, dude, just like say another joke or do some other kind of crowd work. Right. So yeah, I, I was uh, in the camp of, man, don't throw your writers on the bus until I heard Jim talk about it a little bit more. And it made me think about it. Yeah. You know, it happens in sports all the time, right? Where you, uh, if you're a receiver and the quarterback doesn't find you, you don't say anything. You don't say anything until it gets to be too much. And then you're like, yeah, I, I, I thought I was open, but you know, I guess he didn't have enough time to get to me. And that's the same type of thing, I think, about the writers and your support staff. Um, you're just trying to find a way to get out of the mess you're in. Um, we do it in life. We throw people on the bus and we blame other people. You know, maybe you take a little bit more ownership. I don't know. It's a, it's a tough one because being support people like you and I have been in our careers, yeah, it's not easy when people, uh, you know, blame the material and not the performance. Right, right. I, and I like your analogy, too, because you can kind of use that to say we're like, you know, even if something's said in a locker room, like, oh, you should have thrown it here or there. 
uh, Gronk, when I interviewed Gronk the second time recently, told me that something Belichick had told him was that you never throw anyone, your teammates, or maybe even said the organization under the bus. So you wouldn't, in your analogy, you definitely wouldn't say that publicly, which obviously Golden Globes is a very public thing. Very public, yeah. So yeah, uh, I do like your analogy there. Um, and this, you know, I, I was lucky enough to write a few jokes for Norm McDonald on his YouTube show. Any Norm talk, in my opinion, the funniest comedian ever live. Um, and Jim Norton is the funniest comedian alive. I, mm -hmm. I, when, when Norm was alive, I told Jim, I go, you and, and Norm are the two funniest uh, comics uh, ever right now. But they led them to talk about the SP's joke. And right. my God, the, uh, do you, do you, do you, do you know? How oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was great. And, uh, and it was so true. Yeah. He was talking to, um, I can't remember the player, but he won a, He's a defensive player that won the Heisman. Woodson. Woodson. Yeah, Woodson, exactly. And, uh, you know, and he said to him, ah, it's great to have him here. You know, you, you can't really uh, take away that award from you unless you, you know, kill your wife and a waiter. And oh. just how Jim kind of broke it down saying how good it was because he didn't say, you know, Ron Goldman is he just a waiter, you know, and that was well, really kind Sam of broke funny. It down. Uh, Sam yeah. did that? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Both of them really get yeah. the, the craftiness of the joke. And uh, that was that was pretty cool. Again, just another example of how Sam's learned so much from comics. Absolutely. Uh, I I was actually at um oh god, what do you call it? Their uh chicken place. Sam's chicken place. Oh slim chick slim no, I'm sorry. I'll think, uh, of, it. I'll think of it later. All right, we'll come to us later. Anyways, I uh did a little drive through for uh for a nuggy sandwich at the chicken establishment while Sam was breaking this joke down. So I remember uh pretty vividly. But that's yeah, another example of how his mind He's kind of has works and he's learned so much from from comics. But oh my god, like no, you'll, you'll never have another delivery like Norm. I love when they play his clips. Yep. Like eh, no, Gaffig never, and, never, and, never take it away from you. Never. Uh, it, yeah, he's he was he was amazing and, and <laughs> was not held up to uh, high standards as he should have been. And sometimes even as Burt Reynolds when they're doing yeah. the uh, you know the Saturday Night Live uh, Jeopardy sketch. I yeah. thought it was incredible. Yeah, raising and then canes. Raising, raising canes. Thank God. You know, you should never lead on lean on the guy that's, you know, 10 years, 15 years older than you because you I'm gotta, never gonna get that's it. that should be one of our next uh meetings for yes, uh, definitely for sure discussion. for lunch. Absolutely. I'll bring you some gifts too. Um oh. but uh yeah, Gaffigan kind of uh also had a great uh, uh joke in there um where he was talking about, hey, you know, I can't believe that I, me, I'm in the entertainment industry, you know, I'm I'm from a small town in in Indiana, and I'm not a pedophile, which oh. was great. It's like Ricky Gervais almost from a gaff again, which was awesome. It was you would do not expect that from a totally like clean, clean. comic, yeah. work clean his whole career. Like you hear him like talk like everyone else in in interviews and maybe on his show or something. But uh, yeah, you did not expect that. And again, perfect delivery. Uh, I was cracking up when I heard that because I, I did not see that coming. Right. Uh, they've been keeping the listeners posted with everything going on on the Pat McAfee show. And I, I know you're, you're a Barstool fan. I'm kind of becoming one actually uh, lately. They, they have a great social media person or persons. I don't know who does it. Yeah, but, uh, it's a large organization. Stuff and very funny. But um, what I want to say is that I appreciate, I started watching McAfee probably in the last year. I uh, usually have it on during the day when I'm working his ESPN show. And I appreciate his enthusiasm, especially he's trying, you can tell there's an effort even if they told him something, he's doing more than he has to about trying to put hockey on the map because ESPN, you know, last few years had a hockey contract where they have some of the games on ESPN, ESPN Plus, and uh, even Disney with ABC. So there's there's a push there, but he is like 
he is breaking down why it's awesome and I, and I just appreciate it. And we we it was reported that he's paying Aaron Rodgers for Rodgers to come on. I think like two million in an episode or or something like crazy. Something crazy, but, uh, yeah. But with the Jimmy Kimmel scandal that I think we talked about last week, um, they tried to there was they tried to like sabotage McVie's show. They tried to boot Rodgers, and uh, Rodgers came back. Jim and Sam didn't get to talk about this. He came back uh, yesterday, I think. Um, uh, on yet. Yeah, you know, it was kind of interesting that, you know, McAfee kind of, you know, went after the exec that, you know, allegedly yes. sabotaged the show for ESPN. And we talked about that, I think, last week where he has nothing to lose. Yeah, you know, he has, yes, it's a lot right. of money that he's on ESPN, but he'll just go back to doing a show yeah. we did before. Sure. But uh, yeah, the the thing with Rogers and, and Kimmel, we talked about as well. I do believe, though, and I'm not sure on this, but the, some things that I saw is that uh, ESPN has said that Rogers no longer going to be on the show and that, you know, that's going to happen. So we'll see how that pans out. I wasn't sure if ex exactly if that, you know, you see stuff on Twitter, you're not sure if it's a parody account. Sometimes we get right, fooled. Right. And so, yeah, we'll have to double check that as it comes around. But yeah, it's a tough situation. And uh, I think that um, I just went a little bit too far. And I think where it reached McAfee's level of like, okay, we're done with this is when, when uh, Rogers went, you know, after um, Fauci and all that kind of stuff. It's like, this is a sports show. Let's get it back to sports. And yeah, so I'm, we'll see how that plays out. Yeah. And I and I laugh and and can appreciate when someone's making other people uncomfortable. I do kind of dig that. But it's kind of like a recurring thing. And I I mean, look, one of the best quarterbacks ever. I'd rather hear his take on on kind of what's going I'll on. I'll tell you what. It's so hard because I'm a huge Rodgers fan. Yeah. Because he, uh, you know, of course, he went to Cal, which my son's favorite, you know, school. And so, you know, we loved him from that. He's funny. He's a competitor. I watched hard takes. This uh, is it hard take? What's it? Hard knocks. Excuse hard me. Knocks, hard knocks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This uh, this past season and he was on there and he was really good and he's a hardworking competitor. So I like his play and I like his he's a good teammate and that kind of stuff. But sometimes he goes off the rails and it gets a little a weird. A bit, a bit. Um, so this this conversation and again, they've been keeping us posted with McAfee. Sam has, uh, I think, broadcasted with McAfee. Uh, mm -hmm. WWE related, so he knows. Let me ask you this: I remember a story, and I'm not sure, and someone will yeah, clear yeah. this up for us. Did Pat help Sam change a tire? Was that the story that Sam wasn't man enough to change a tire? And he no, I was that? No, it was a guy, either at Sirius or just in New York radio. That okay? Um, yeah, I remember the story. I think I listened to like that episode twice. Maybe yeah. I remember that story. I think it was a hilarious story. But yeah, yeah I just couldn't. I thought it was Pat, and in my mind, yeah, it's always yeah. been Pat. But anyway, yeah, you're you're talking about. Uh, you know how they're talking about sports commentary right right and, and commentators yeah. and you know they were you know jim was bashing them which was really funny he's like you know sports commentators you know who cares what they think and about stuff they don't know you know we don't care what they think and sam's like uh jim uh we should probably back that up a little bit because people listen to us for our take so who cares what we well, think about to stuff? jim and sam for their take like yeah, I, exactly why it happens in news and it, and it has it's a little funny or a little yeah. like oh that's nonsense i can't wait to hear their their opinion yeah, so it's the same thing with the people yeah. that love sports you want to hear your friends even though they're not your friends but your friends on the radio yeah. talk about things that you are interested in so that was kind of funny so they got into the whole chris mad dog russo and the francesa which we love right oh, and awesome. then Montone got into how he hates this fan producer, and we'll get into that a little bit because he oh. tweets nonstop about uh, you know having hot takes on stuff like he's a host or something. Uh, we'll get into it now. Then we found out that that guy's name is Sean, I guess, and he's actually at like the third mic, and uh, he you know got a hold of Sam and was very cool about the beating he got. He's like, "Why does Travis hate me?" and 
you know, Montone is beating me up here. So that was quite funny. But they uh, they had some really cool takes on uh, on sport commentators and, you know, how they do stuff. So. Yeah, I actually I forgot to add that in our rundown. I know Sean. Oh, you do. Nice, seems like a very nice guy. But yeah, he did. Email of like, hey man, they're uh, say we're dogging you, our guys. He had he handled it perfectly. He's like, hey guys, I'm not oh, a producer. You I know? thought the same thing. Yeah, it was yeah, great. Totally. He wasn't he wasn't butt hurt as we call it sometimes. Yes, he I was. Totally he understood that they're just you know making radio and stuff. And then you know it's cool for Sam to bring it back up. He could just let it not come back and like. That was a good radio bit. We're not going to yeah. pull the screen back, but that was awesome. No, I agree. I think to Jim's point, I think some guys really overdo it with like the fake voice with the sports broadcaster commentating. And I think, you know, I think, I think starting to open up more to Barstool, as I said, I think the guys yeah. can be very funny. And I, you know, I like when they, they create something and get it going and piss people oh. off. But the truth is a lot of them are guys have never been in a locker room. And when you, when you right. sense that with a, a commentator, they're, they're, takes and her opinion kind of goes down and then the, there's the people who just say something just to say something that's their job like Stephen a i'll never be a fan of Stephen. it's all yeah or so skip much bayless. of it's manufactured it's not yeah skip bayless is the worst for me yeah, i saw a video where terrible. he takes off his dallas jersey and he throws it in the garbage can it was just so produced and so stupid so yeah but guy. switching back to part of my take in barstool I, yeah. why i like the show it's big cat and pft they yeah, yeah, when yeah. they get the people in there and they interview them they ask the questions that we want to ask it's you know and and kind of like like coach we saw you picking your nose on that uh <laughs> on that uh sidelines no, that's good yeah yeah you know those kind of things where they'll just ask him honest questions but i mean there, there are sports questions of course in there too but it's it's just stuff that they kind of disarm these guys it's a lot like jim and sam where they yeah, yeah. you know jim and sam will come at a guest not saying no so tell us what it was like to work on this show I'll be like hey when you're working on that show you worked with this guy. Was he really a jerk? You know, that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. And I think uh, part of my take was the first show to have on the girl who went viral for yelling. Like, this MF is not real on the airplane. Tiffany yes, Gomez. Yes. yes. Uh, or Goma, however you say her name. But she, they had her on it. I thought they did a very good interview. Yeah, but they yeah. do a good job. All right. Uh, moving along here. It was a nightmare scenario for Airplane Jimmy to hear about what happened on the Portland flight. It was a Boeing uh, 747 Max. It's been in the news like every day this week because now they're kind of looking into how it how it happened. Obviously, it might be some kind of lawsuit. Um, but yeah, the uh, from the exit door, the just the the window, the window came off. Or not the whole door, but like a lot of the window kind of. Well, what happens is, and, and I, I love finding out more about this stuff. So this is the Max 9. The Max 8 is the one that crashed. That was a version that crashed. All of them are these whole, you know, these Max uh, 737s, I believe. Um, and uh, the one that had the issue uh, from the Alaska Airlines. So, you know, you've been in the exit row where that is a door. But if they want to get more seating in these new planes, they don't have to use that exit door again further back on the plane. What they do is on the fuselage, which is the you know the main part of the plane, they cut out that door if they want. If a you know Boeing does, if yeah. a, a you know a, a airlines wants to use it as a door, but if they don't, they already have it cut out. So they put in what's kind of like a fake door. They call it a door plug. So they put in this door plug, and which right. has a window in it, yeah. and that whole door plug and the window came out. So it just terrifies Jimmy. He doesn't, yeah, he'll, if he knows that he's going to be on a max, he will not fly on a max. Now, granted, they're not flying right now anyway. Um, but yeah, he, I, I, we have a friend who's a flight attendant and she wasn't on any flights recently because of that whole thing. She wow. works for United and, and the max is out there. But the best story and the best thing that came out of that whole thing, right, is when 
they're talking about uh there could be a gentleman though if this happened to you know a certain gentleman in first class you know somebody might be wearing you know you know i don't know sweatpants and has a you know maybe that would get ripped off of him and leave him unexposed because i guess in the alaska air one a teenager's shirt actually came off of him on that scare so that was hilarious right yes absolutely they as we know jim likes to fly sans undergarments no underpants commando if you will so sam was saying if those sweatpants got sucked off <laughs> i believe he said would you be cupping yourself or something like and that was absolutely <laughs> hilarious and, well, he, yeah he's had some experience in how that works so yes he has and also i gotta credit you i think you could be a, a talking head on cnn breaking down this whole thing that was a great breakdown yeah. I think little you got news, it, you? little news still left in me little from expert. the former days. And you could just kind of segue into into the gym situation. Like, for instance, if someone's not wearing underpants, <laughs> yeah, it really don't. <laughs> that would be great. They play it on the show. Oh, um, no, and then also that led to a real life scenario uh, at Sirius XM. Jim just kind of honestly said, "Yeah, I might take my underpants off here uh, before getting on a flight on my flight because he's going uh, out of town for a gig." Oh, jeez, so, is that? Is that an HR issue? <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Are you yeah. moving your underpants and then walking around? Uh, yeah, if he's got building here? something happens in the bathroom. But yeah, it's, he's <laughs> he's going commando on these old sweatpants. Dude, so. He's an interesting guy. And uh, yeah, I had said I was gonna, I, I wanted to uh, to work something in here while we're talking about Jim. I just caught up on the last two. You know, Friday when we record, so Thursday night I finally caught up on the last two episodes uh, of of Nikki and Jim in New York. That's their YouTube page, their web series. My God, man. Um, <laughs> what I tweeted, I tweeted this last night that if there's not a bidding war going on, like between and with streamers to get that footage and create more for like a reality show with Jim and Nikki, like, I don't know what's going on like that. He always says that about Voss and Bonnie, which I still agree with. They yeah. should have a show. But my God, Nikki and Jim, man. Uh, wow. So funny and interesting. The colonoscopy video, he's so out of it. Oh, yeah. And he's hilarious. He's so... I Funny. So it's hilarious. Crazy. He's awesome. telling he's telling people that he's not sick. He, you know, on the street, he had a colonoscopy and people don't <laughs> really care at all. Yeah. You know, they are a very interesting couple. Yes. No, I don't think I know of any ones that are, you know, uh, you know, somebody's married to a transgender right. person that are is out there in the public and so free to talk about everything that's going on. So if they don't get their own really reality show on uh, cable television, pair them up with Bonnie and Rich and do, you know, married couples uh you know comedians married to you know other people and they could split the time and i just yeah i want to see more i enjoy it so much saray is doing a great job in shooting i mean she really doesn't have a lot of experience in there but you never and editing it's yeah it's, it looks very that's what made me think like wow this one of the things that made me think wow this should be a show is saray is doing such a good job with what she keeps and you know all about editing and shooting stuff well like, that's what, what i doing. What you, you know, what I've thought about when I watch these things is like, you know, I'm looking for it, but most people are going, if you don't notice that it's well shot, okay, yeah. then it's good. If you notice it's a good story, then it is well shot. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, she's right, doing right, a great right. job. She's getting, she's capturing it. She's in focus. She's, you know, it's well lit. Everything that she's doing um, is uh, is natural and, and she's good at it. So yes. I'm glad that she's kind of found her niche and I hope she gets to do more stuff. She's very good. And I, last thing on this, I just think that it, how good it is now is make me think of how calculated and smart Jim was with the announcement. Because we know he he held in the marriage news for years, as Iraq Iraq would say. Years, <laughs> years. But um, I mean, yeah, to to say you know say we're going to put out this kind of web series, and I'll talk about it later. I mean, 
so smart and and yeah I, I, it was such a good move by jim to do that and the show is outstanding everyone should check it out i mean it should be a series but uh, speaking of of videos that that really kind of catch your eye and make you think um <laughs> i love a good jim and sam video breakdown and there's an old video of new york mayor eric adams uh going doing like a faux children's room search and literally like everything in kids room he would say that something horrible could be there and then it was there like in this jewelry box you could have a gun <laughs> behind this picture yeah, for- could have bullets <laughs> but he's also like kept terribly misspeaking he's a high government official shows shows why things are the way they are in our country and uh sam's favorite part was the popular knapsack and this popular yeah. knapsack could be a crack pipe right it just was so weird. It's some video, I think, to help parents, you know, what to look for. Yeah. Your kids are straying and, you know, searching their bedroom as you you should, they say, because it's your house and it's, you know, it's your stuff. And yeah, I get that. But yeah, the video was either rushed, so not really produced well, because he was saying where he even said secrete when he meant to say secret <laughs> in this secrete place. What? You know, it's like he's, he's like looking at a script and then re- it was hilarious and they were doing a great job of breaking it down and the stuff and sam does a good voice too he was like if you look inside here you will see a 45 magnum you know it's like what <laughs> you might have to be careful you might have to be careful with that but no he was yeah. he i want to give him credit because he carried that jim got a little uh got a little quiet because jim had to go potty so yeah. Jim was a little quiet and sam really carried that and had great takes and point stuff out like you said did a voice um it was great. Yeah. Uh, Jim had to go bathroom, as they say. Yeah, he had to go bathroom in the middle of the bit. I mean, Jim's got to go f- see somebody because oh, holy man. smokes, he, oh. he he just killed that bit because he had to go really bad. But yeah, Sam was perfect on it, and that led and uh, you know it, it led to later in the week, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. But on Thursday's show, when Jim wasn't there and Derosa was, they went for a long time yeah. before taking a break. Yeah. And I saw Miguel, our friend with Jim and Sam Dank Means, uh, put That's up great. that, you know, that, uh, you know, Jim or with Jim out uh, and doesn't have to take bathroom breaks. Sammy's going to, you know, try to not go with uh, he's going to go, you know, commercial free while Jim's away because he'd have to worry about the bathroom breaks. But, yeah, it was a long Thursday because uh, Jim didn't have to make bathroom, right? No bathroom, no bathroom tri- repeated bathroom trips. Yeah. Hey, Jim, we got an amazing surprise on Tuesday. Um, this is something about Jim and Sam. I, I like where when they have a good guest or somebody comes back, like you're not, you're not expecting, like you kind of don't know who's going to be on the show. I, right. I guess I've never really thought about that. We've not really talked about that. So when it's something like organic and great and it's like, oh, wow, that's awesome. So one of those things was DJ Who Kid on Tuesday. I mean, been years since we heard him, I think. On, I'm sure he did Jim and Sam, but we used to hear him a lot in Opie and Anthony. And he's, uh, I think he's 52 now. Yes, he said. And so he's been through a divorce and from DJing and, and working with uh, G unit and 50 cent and all these rappers. He has like his incredible stories with um, working with people. He knew Michael Jackson and like he had. So like when something would come up, like a new story, like the thing with uh, that Diddy's into now and they talked about Will and Jada, like he's got some he's got some info. And, well, that's uh, the funniest thing because awesome. Sam would Sam would even mention is like you know yeah Woo Kid has a lot of takes on this and you know if someone said oh yeah I knew them and I worked with them as they say nowadays Who Kid has the receipts right so he can show the pictures he talks about it yeah. so his his take on it is pretty factual you know as far as we know 
Um, but uh, he does have the the receipts to prove that he was there. And oh my gosh, you know he's he's a little older, but he's still up to his same tricks, if you will, because he uh, he had uh, an opportunity. He has a girlfriend, but he had an opportunity for. Uh, some twins and uh, and uh, couldn't pass that up and had the receipts and showed it to the guys. And uh, so because of that, he had to take his girlfriend to Disney. Now, I don't know how many girlfriends would not just get up and leave, but hey, it worked for her. And to be fair to who could, even Jim said, we know how happy Jim is with Nikki. And we see it in the web series. He said he would blow up his marriage. To have yes, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> and he also said he would pay for it. He just needs the opportunity. Yeah. Uh, Jim, of course, joking. But uh, going with the showing the video of uh, the twins to the guys, he also showed it to his son. And it might it might be multiple children. I don't know. It was multiple. He at least said he sends yeah. uh, videos of his encounters to his well, son. While uh, you're so there for a second, before you finish yeah. that, he does have a son out there somewhere he talked about as well, because, um, yeah, he knows that uh, that uh, many years ago uh, he did have a son and he hasn't had contact with his son and the son hasn't contacted him. So we'll see how that goes out too. But yes, talk about what you're going with, with yeah, showing yeah. it to his his children, his what, his sext text? That's what Sam called it, maybe yeah. laugh. Yeah. Sam said yeah, you sexed your son. <laughs> so uh, he, you know he just wants to show uh, you know and, and i guess the kid says that's awesome and, and whatever he Jeez. just wants to prove uh what he's got going on to his kid i guess to each their own to each yes. their own um also uh some great they, they, i mean they had in the whole show so we got a lot right. of what's going on with who kid and a lot of our our typical jim and sam breakdowns that we love i i love that the dead giveaway music video came back and and who could got to hear it i think for yeah, the yeah. first time that guy stuck yeah, he's never seen days. it yeah, it was great. And he saw the whole thing and he had such great takes on it. You know, his uh, who kid uh, is free with his language, which is uh, which is very cool because he can be. Um, and uh, Jim and Sam have to watch their steps sometimes. But yeah, it, he just had some great takes on that guy and uh, and the whole video. And then they ended with one of the new uh, songs that uh, who kid was uh, DJing. Oh, on. yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah it was really good. Yeah. yeah. So it was a good good day with him for sure. For sure. Uh, and then and not a good day the other day for the SEC's uh, Twitter getting hacked. And, and and if you recall, Chris, I believe this led to some very good Travis Teft ribbing. Do you remember what that was? Yeah, that was that was fantastic. So, yeah. So they're talking about, you know, um, and you know what? I'm going to hold that one because okay. it's my it's my line of the week. I wouldn't want to say, I will, early, say yeah. I will say they had uh, a lot of good takes about how can the SEC let is it SEC or SCC? Security SEC. Exchange Commission. Yeah, so SEC because I always get that confused with the football because football is also right. Yes. right, right. So uh, yeah, the Security Exchange Commission they uh, got hacked. How does this organization like that get hacked so much? And they were releasing that uh, you know that uh, Bitcoin and all these EFTs. Is that right? Are now um, you know free to trade and all these kind of weird. It I will believe be on it's the, BFTs. That whatever, any of those okay, things. Okay, that's, what, that's something Jim <laughs> likes to talk about. Right. Uh, speaking of BFTs, I believe Jim used that exact term <laughs> to discuss a Miss Emily Pellegrini. I mean, Jim and Sam is the premier show to educate yourself on AI and its possibilities. Uh, talk, they they had uh, Troy uh, conjured up an AI photo of, of Jim and Sam. That looked pretty accurate, right, Chris? Right. It looked, ex no, it didn't look accurate, <laughs> but it was hilarious and was perfect. Very funny. 
And he said, you know, Troy's really good at this. He was typing in what, you know, he had to say, uh, two radio hosts, you know, having fun and enjoying each other's company. Now, they did mention that Jim said, well, can you have two radio hosts that are angry at each other? Because I want to see what that, and they never got to it, which I right. hope that Troy will get to it at some point. But yeah, it was uh, pretty funny. But yeah, Troy discovered Emily Pellegrini, who is this AI generated woman that uh, it's not just photos, there's moving video of her and Jim fell in love, right? He did. Um, it was amazing. One of my favorite parts of the week. He also slid into Emily's DMs. And I believe Emily has, like has a friend. I think she has a friend in some of her uh her media. Right. I didn't give it, I didn't get I can honestly say I did not give it a look yet. And I don't yeah, I, I don't know I, if you need I, to feel I, bad if you do, because it's not you know, it's not a real person. That, well, that's as why I Jim, said that MFR is not real. Right. And that's what Jim was was getting into is that he could say many things about this person yes. and not get in trouble. Yes. Because uh, this person is not real. He said he was doing it to make his wife uh, upset and, and poke her a little bit. But we all know that Jim probably enjoyed the DMing for himself as well. And Nikki's a good sport too. But yeah, I think Jim joked about reaching out to Emily's friend. I think her name was Sarah. I don't know. So we'll see if he did. Uh, that uh, some you know some kind of this may be a delightful kind of rap on AI. So kind of a a pitfall. Something bad is is these ransom calls that that people are. Do you remember how kind of do you remember anything with how that's kind of done? But you know, I know people are kind of doing them before AI even. Yeah, and we talked about this a little bit. You know, if there's a lot of data out there of people's voices, so if there's a lot of kids using Instagram or TikTok or whatever, and they're doing hi guys and da 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 da, yeah, they the bad people will take that voice, right? Use it in AI to have them call home like, "Mom, I'm in jail. Can you help me out?" And all these things. So it's a scary thing. Your dad, my daughters, you yeah. know, in this world, you know, in this era. And it's very scary. So you always have to do like, okay, so, you know, have a question for that person, <laughs> you know, like, uh, what was the name of da, 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 something that she wouldn't, you know, an uh, AI person wouldn't know. It's yeah. just, it's scary, man. It's it's part of, like you said, where Jim and Sam are bringing AI to us uh, and talking about it, where it's great and funny, but it's also really scary. So yeah, just be careful out there. Ask questions. Yes. And I guess even before AI, I had a family st- story where this happened to an elder family member that somebody, you know, not using ice, someone just called and said they had some information on another family member said, oh, they're in trouble. They need money. You got to buy all these Apple gift cards. So the elder family member uh, drove to a store and started buying them. Oh, geez. And uh, then luckily the person at the store knew something was wrong and called the police, but AI might just make this scam easier. So yeah, be on the lookout if uh, you hear or see anything like this. It is not legit to to, to all our senior fans listening. Um, and even, even guys Gemini's age. Right. Um, so there's been an on, you like recurring hits or ongoing bits, as uh, we call them. A great one that's emerged. And this is one of those ones where, you know, things get played up for the air. But I don't know if this is at all. Yeah. But it's amazing is Troy keeps accusing Travis of not, <laughs> like, not being, like, Proud. I don't know if that's the right word, but like not being like proud enough. Like Troy's always saying, like you know, in this moment, and if they did this, I would just be like, oh my god, you're here and you're amazing. Yeah, yeah. And I would weep. And you know, we're 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 dads, we're girl dads. Yeah, like, you, have, you have those moments for sure. But and this is another one where I don't know where I fall because you know, Sam and Travis maybe not the most emotional in touch with their emotions exactly. guys, but they do have a point where it's like we can't just be sobbing all day every day. 
<laughs> and it's not that. And you're talking to a guy that is a sobber. I'm the crier yeah, in the yeah, family. Yeah. Like anything is emotional. I, yeah. I, I posted a video of my son and my daughter, uh, play, and I was playing guitar and they're singing. I was weeping. I was like, come on, Chris, awesome. man up a little bit. But yeah, yeah. Troy and Travis, or excuse me, Troy and, uh, in, uh, excuse me, Travis and Sam, no heart, man. They are just robots at times. And, and Troy probably didn't have a heart maybe 20, 30, 30 years ago when we was putting up legendary status, but um, he, uh, he, uh, he definitely didn't have uh, that, you know, hindering him from being emotional with Taylor Swift and all the things that are going on. So yeah, Troy is very proud. And that also comes from somebody who doesn't have kids yet. Right. So I uh, am extremely proud of my daughter when she's high jumping. I was extremely proud of my son when he's playing baseball in state and high school. So yeah, it was, uh, it was great. And I'm a crier and I cry at little things. I cry at the big things. Um, so when Troy is giving Travis a little grief, I can see how Travis can be that at times, but he posts all the time yeah, about that's his daughter thing, on Instagram. For me is, it's every time his daughter does anything and she's in track and like every meet or something, he's posting a picture. So obviously he's there going, take her to Disney and yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a very, like, he's obviously good, a very good dad, <laughs> very good dad. But I think that the emotional part is, is, is lacking at times that Troy wants to point out. <laughs> he might be right. Um, <laughs> no, my, my thing is. I can like a, a movie or that when they do something like I might get a little like teary eyed, but I do react. My daughter was on this really good soccer team. Actually, actually they're, they're going to play again in the spring. So she'll be on this team again. Um, and she only, you know, played for like a little bit, maybe a year. Yeah. One year before, before this year. And the other girls probably played a long time. They're very good. Um, right. So my, my daughter has not had a goal. A lot of times she's just kind of chasing the play and I'm there with my parents watching her a few months ago and she scores this amazing goal <laughs> over the goalie's head into the side of the net very tough angle like anyone would have trouble it's one of the best goals i've ever seen and instead of weeping i'm running down the side like going yes yes and everyone's like like that's obviously terrible sportsmanship at a kid's game but like dude i, was I have so a story like happy that too. and proud it was awesome so so my son, when he was like 10 or 11, gets to pitch in a pretty big tournament game because we've gone through all our really high pitchers. And I was pumped for him to pitch. And he's doing great. But then uh, he hits a kid. Oh, no. <laughs> and I go, what? I did a Bull Durham line. I go, way to announce your presence with authority. You know? Oh, no. And this kid is actually pretty hurt. And I was oh, like, no. oh, no. In the moment, I was in the moment, I was so pumped up. I'm like, oh my god! And then the other, you know, I was coaching too, and the other coaches looked at me like, dude, what are you? I'm like, oh, god. was that is that the exact line from Bull Durham? Yeah, oh, when man. uh, yeah, announce your presence <laughs> with authority. Like, you're, you're, you're like, any Bull Durham fans here? Yeah, I was, it was, yeah. <laughs> That might be my favorite Chris story. Well, oh, there you god. go. I'm already. I think I'm red because of it. Yeah. Oh my god, that's awesome. I've embarrassed myself plenty on this show, and you have not done it oh. at all. I want to sh just share. I've oh. shown pictures of me when I was a kid. I've taken my teeth out that I can oh, do I all that stuff. Then I yeah. told a couple of little Scotty stories, embarrassing yeah, things I did as more. a kid. We There's more, more, a lot more. There's a lot all right. more. Um, and other things we learned about dads. It's not always. Uh, all nice, is it, Chris? We had some uh, from some guests this week, some really interesting stories. Uh, Mike Cannon had said he told a story before. I don't know if I remember this story. Maybe that he uh, punched his dad in the face, and I believe he stumbled uh, from the kitchen into the living room. And uh, it doesn't sound like they're on speaking terms. And then uh, Chad, Chad Daniels, uh, Kelsey Cooks, 
boyfriend had a, a similar experience, I believe. Yeah, they uh, they talked about their dads not being the best uh, guys in the world. And um, Chad talked about, you know, the first story, which was that his dad on, on Christmas was so mad at everybody that he took the Christmas tree with lights and all and tried to throw it out the door. Um, and it was still plugged in, so it fell to the ground and smashed all the ornaments. And so they uh, had to go to Sears, I think, and get replacement mm -hmm. ornaments. It was right, just, it was right. a bad story. It was like the regular then, ornaments, yeah. Yeah, and then he talks about <clears throat> how he punched his dad. And uh, he, when he was telling the story, he's like, you know, when you, you're hitting a baseball and you square it up nicely and you know that you got all the wood on it, he goes, that's how this punch felt, that I got all of it. So there's a lot of stuff in there, and it really affects Mike as being a father and what he wants to change that, you know, for his kids. And then Chad's story, holy smoke, man. His dad, I guess, stole his identity. His dad stole Chad's, Chad's identity when he was a younger man uh, and, and, and you know, ruined his credit, all that kind of stuff. Then, I guess, uh, later in life, Chad had a two-sided dollar bill, like it was printed wrong, and his dad remembered that and wanted it back. And so that's when Chad said, yes, I'll give that to you, but you're never in our lives and again. So they, they don't know if he's alive. They don't know anything about him, but they don't want any touch, you know, anything like that. And then before that happened, Chad mentioned that his dad also stole a friend who passed away in a motorcycle accident identity. So bad guys, man. And yeah, ugh, poor guys. And that's probably why they're comedians, right? I know it's a I think, stereotype. I think so. I think so. Yeah. I'm wondering, did he mention like how much that would be worth that, that error on I a don't dollar bill? No, that's no. really interesting. Yeah, man. Um, but, so yes. So, so that made those guys some pretty interesting guests this week. Uh, unfortunately they had to endure all that from their fathers, exactly. but yeah, let's, let's, let's talk about who we think the best guest was. We had uh who kid DJ who kid on Tuesday. We mentioned coming back, uh, hadn't been back in a long time. Chad Daniels. We just mentioned like Cannon. We just mentioned and then Joey Roses also joined on Thursday with Jim out. Joe DeRosa. They're almost the whole show. He's a little bit late. Like got in at like um, I want to say eight thirty or something. Uh, Et. So uh, yeah, heard, heard about Joe. Joe had some good. I thought Joe had some good breakdowns of like he got me a little pumped for you know my kids really into Baby Yoda. So he got me pumped mm -hmm. for the Mandalorian movie and some other Star Wars stuff. Some other talking about Indiana Jones. I haven't I haven't finished Dial of Destiny. I like barely started it, so I got to see that. But uh, some good pop culture talk with Joey Roses, I would say. Yeah, I uh, I enjoyed all the guests pretty much. Yeah, uh, Who Kid was was good because we haven't seen him in a long time, and he was able to. Uh, you know, relive some of the moments and and had the receipts that we talked about. Chad was great. Now, Mike Can Cannon came in a little bit before Chad, so we started talking with him. And both those guys have really cool names for their specials. I can't remember exactly what Mike's was. I think it was like Comic on the Road or Doing Comedy you, on the Road. Doing Comedy on the Road. Perfect. It's amazing. Perfect name. Hilarious. Great job. And he talked about trying to have a brother and sister uh, for his son that already exists. So they're trying. And uh, that, that may lead into how, you know, he really um, wants to be a dad and he's really proud. But is he doing all these things for his kids to make himself feel good or to make his kid? It was really funny. Yeah. And then he talked about a really bad psychedelic trip he had in Vegas on some mushrooms. And that was quite funny. Um, and then Chad, you know, his comedy special is Mixed Reviews, which is great. <laughs> Another good name for a special or a tour or whatever that is. Um, and yeah, he lives with Kelsey Cook now, I guess, in Minnesota. Is that right? Something like yes. that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, had those great stories. He was awesome. And then Joey yeah. D was in all day Thursday. They spent a little too long for me on the Stephen A. Smith, Cat Williams stuff. I mean, it took up 
hour and a half. Yeah, I agree that. with you. And I it also felt that way because I don't think Joe had like a real take on it. I think he was just kind of joking around. I don't think yeah. he was like, oh, I can't stand that guy. You know, I don't think he was that familiar. I think Joey was, <laughs> Mr. Roses was that familiar with sports in general from, uh, no. from some Yeah, of his, he was not uh, good on that. Out. He he was good, like you said, on the Star Wars and, and all the movies. Very I good. Did I, enjoy I, him on I that. enjoyed that. Yeah. Sometimes I'm not a big DeRosa fan. And that first hour was like, this is not, this is why I'm not a DeRosa fan. He said something about, you know, he has a sandwich shop and he said that, uh, you know, I want to go there. Uh, like, it sounds great. Yeah, it does sound great. But the thing is, I guess Joe is living in Pennsylvania now. Sam asked, so you come in there, he goes, well, I'm just, I'm just kind of the face of it. Okay, but you yeah, were the guy business. that we were bringing in the sandwiches and you wouldn't bring them in a certain way because you're worried about them being cold enough or warm enough. Remember how yeah. they wouldn't do that? Not so are you are you involved in it or are you just the face? Yeah. And that kind of defines DeRosa for me a little bit. I'm like, I put him over on that side of, okay, he's fine, but ugh, I, I, didn't interesting. Whole, I didn't need a whole hour. That's interesting. I think for me, why maybe it felt a little flat in the beginning, not just like the sports takes and, you know, his face comment for you. But I think that it's the thing we always talk about when Jim's not in. Um, Sam is hilarious. Sam has great takes. But if you have someone in where you're not also incorporating Travis and Troy and Mike. Right. right. I mean, how good was that a few weeks ago? That that it was just them, and it was right. so amazing. So and then Sam did. I think the you whole, need another comic, or, or if you're going to have whole, Joe in. Yeah. yeah, it's a whole Wednesday, second part of Wednesday, because Jim had to leave to get on a flight with Mike Cannon, right? It was Mike right. Cannon and and Sam and the boys for a little while, yeah. and that was really good, man. That was good because Mike good. matches, and you may not be a, a fan of Cannon as much as I might be, but he matches Sam's stuff and involves the guys in there, and he's so he's weird enough that it's cool. I mean, no one matches Jim, of course, but yeah. um, it it was just I thought DeRosa wasn't. Uh, giving as much as he could and didn't have a real take on things at times. And they just kept on going back to the same old take. And I was just, I was not happy with Thursday's show to be quite honest with you. I was like, you know, get, let's get through this one. And okay. it picked back. up steam for me. It did. It's not, you know, it's not easy without, it's, it's not always going to be without Jim, but uh, God knows we, we don't hit home runs all the time here. Right. We do not. And, and our commenters let us know that immediately. Yes, they do. <laughs> Reddit always lets us know that. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, if, if you don't have Jim, I love just the guys on the show talking because they're such great personalities. They get along so well, great takes. Sure. Um, I think, I think Joe, needs another like almost like a seller or tough crowd comedian to go at him and then joe is smart and joe has yes, good burns and he can go at somebody I, you kind of need that i think joe uh, would be whatever. a lot better if jim was in the room with him for sure all right so who is your best guest this week my best guest this week wow um, not even close for me not yeah it's close. gonna have to be woo kid because we he's haven't seen him in a long time in this he was story on fire right? everything he yeah. talked about is insane yeah yeah it's great and he's just so out there and he hasn't changed you know yeah yeah jim has changed troy has changed Woo kids, same guy. Right, right. Very true, very true. All right, now let's go to our line of the week. Do you have some finalists? or is there I have a finalist, and then I have my best. So this finalist, and you know, forgive me, because it's a, kind of a long setup. Go for when it. they're in with Chad, and they're talking about how crappy Ch Chad's dad was and stealing you know, all this identity and that kind of stuff, um, it was just easier, Chad said, to tell people that his dad was dead, because then when people asked about, you know, how's your dad? If he just tells them you're dead, they stop the question. But if you say, ah, well, they want to know more. And he just didn't want to get into it. And then they started riffing about things that his dad has stolen over the years, right? He stole this, he stole that. And uh, and and um, they talked about if you, uh, 
you know, listening to the radio, you know, he might've stolen the Sirius XM account. Right. <laughs> and then Sam went back and had a great callback to when Chad's dad stole a rental car, right. Of, 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 uh, Chad's and Sam said, well, yeah, you know, that's why his dad was, you know, getting the rental car because he had the free trial. So he didn't have to steal Sirius XM. Now rental cars don't have the free trials. It's new cars, but still, yeah. I thought it was good. Sam was, you know, had a callback, which I liked. But yeah. my favorite one, which I alluded to earlier in right. this show, was when they're talking about the SEC issue on Twitter. And it turns out that the SEC's um, Twitter account doesn't have a two-factor authentication. Authentication? Yes. Yes. Um, and uh, Travis mentioned that the show account doesn't have a 2FA, you know? And Sam said, that's right. Travis doesn't like 2FAs. And Jim said, yeah, because he left the last letter off of his nickname. So everybody can fill in the blank there. Jim is quick to put that in there. And that's why Travis doesn't like 2FA. Absolutely. I like that one. You got one? Well, I wonder if their password is just comic 213 or whatever. Bosses yeah, exactly. Password. Bosses. Absolutely. I, I, had, I had a clear one. And I got to say, I, I, although Jim was fairly quiet during the Eric Adams breakdown because he had to go bathroom, he still came up with my line of the weekend there where yeah. they're, they're looking at all this stuff. And it's like, gun bullets crack pipe and it's a kid's room and in the middle of it jim just goes who is this awesome kid <laughs> that was my line of the week i, I thought it was hilarious that was perfect yeah but, that uh, was the best yeah. break of the whole show was that eric adams thing like so you good. mentioned i listened yeah. to it like three times it was so good for Definitely. sure um yes and i hope you guys listen to and watch this three times we appreciate you listening and watching leave a comment uh fight with each other whether you like what we say or not or or give your jim and sam takes we appreciate everyone who watches and listens and comments and and shares and, and thank you guys for checking it out and thank you chris for everything you do thank you brother and yeah you know we want to hear everything i guess if there's infighting it won't be infighting between us hopefully but if there's fighting out there over us we're just happy that you're joining us here in the town square. Thanks for watching and listening to the Jim and Sam Town Square. Please remember to like and subscribe and turn on that notification bell, not Doug Bell, so you don't miss an episode. And if you're just listening to the podcast, please leave us a five-star review. We really appreciate it. <laughs>